Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, I'm Janet Morena, Executive Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our End Abortion TV program. We're so glad that you are joining us today. And boy, do we have breaking news to get you involved in. And of course, joining me is pro-life leader, Frank Pavone. Welcome yep. to the program. Good to see you. And good to be with our viewers once okay. again. Okay. And you know, I find too often people take a back seat in a, what they call this to be an off election year. But in fact, there's a lot brewing and a yes. lot happening right even now. Right. And, and let's put the spotlight first on Ohio. Okay, that's the fight now. Uh, they have an amendment that the pro boards are gathering the signatures for. And of course, the phrase that pays is decline to sign. Don't sign it. Uh, and also now there's a vote that starts this week. You can early vote in Ohio from now to August the 8th, because what they're trying to do is to raise the threshold it takes to change the constitutional amendment of the state, right? From 50 to 60, right? That's what we're trying to do, right? Yes, that's yeah. what we're trying to do. And that's very important because that's a steeper hill for the pro boards to climb mm -hmm. to pass these horrific amendments. So let, let's drill into, because I, I don't think enough people are paying attention to what's this amendment about. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and right now, you know, if you're not from Ohio, it still concerns you because I guarantee you a lot of people watching right now, you might know someone in Ohio. And that you could call and, and make them aware and sound the alarm. So let's yeah, go well, through. that's not only that, but the pro-abortion people want to do this in as many states as, as they can get away with. Exactly. So it's, it's a national issue, obviously. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they want to put abortion in the Constitution of the state. Now, let's put this in perspective of the Dobbs case. They want to put abortion in the state constitutions because now it's been taken out of the federal constitution. Not that it was in there to begin with, but the Supreme Court had told us in Roe that it was. And now they corrected themselves. Right. So now these pro-aborts can't, they can't rely on the federal constitution anymore to say there's a right to abortion. So they, so now they're trying to do the next best thing. Let's put it in the state constitutions. So um, we have a special website, Janet, for this. Right. Everything we're going to say uh, and ongoing updates or as they happen are going to be, and let's show them this first website here, End Abortion Ohio, O-H, End Abortion O-H, US. Now, as you know, our main website is endabortion.us. Right. So now we have one for each state. Ah. And as the information comes, the, the various battles unfold. We'll be making those sites live. But we have Ohio live right now, endabortionoh.us. Let's take a look at what's on that page because included there, uh, and we could just jump towards the bottom. It gives some background information. Special election coming up August 8th to, like you say, amend the the uh, threshold for the Constitution. But let, let's go to the core of it, which is, what is this amendment that they're trying to put in there? Now, the wording is, is um, fairly substantial, but let me just uh, go to the first part of it here, and then we'll delve into it. Be it resolved by the people of the state of Ohio that Article One of the Ohio Constitution is amended to add the following section. The right to reproductive freedom with protections for health and safety. Every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, including, but not limited to, decisions on, and then, of course, abortion is on that list. 
together with contraception, fertility treatment, continuing pregnancy, and miscarriage care. All right. So endabortionoh.us, we want to encourage people to go there. But let's unpack the wording of this for a minute because it's right. worse than it sounds. <laughs> Notice, Janet, first of all, it says every individual. Right. Well, what does that not say? It doesn't say every adult. No. no it says every individual. So what this will do is Ohio has some very good pro-life laws in place yeah. that their legislature and governor passed and signed in right. place. Right. So they have uh, parental right bills. They have heartbeat bills and stuff like that. So what people have to understand is this wipes out all the good problems. Right, because laws. if you're an individual, can, can, a, can a minor say I'm an individual? Well, yes. it doesn't say here anyone who has attained the age of majority. Remember, right. you were looking at legal language here. Right. So you got to think in terms of legal interpretation. Every individual means every individual has a right. It doesn't say they have a right under X or Y or Z conditions. Right. It's just saying they have a right. And look at what it says. Carry out one's own reproductive decisions. One's own. Not with your parents' permission. No. A child can say, well, according to the Constitution, I can make my own decision about this. Well, and that goes for not just abortion, but the transgender uh, surgeries and all that. It's all part and parcel of giving the child. Now, let's just think about it. Gee, you have to be 18 to vote. You have to be 18 to drive, right? So how come in society we have certain things that you have to be at a certain age to do, right? Oh, but suddenly you can have your sex changed and have surgical intervention and you can get an abortion under 18 without your parents. And you know, and you know why? It's because the people who are doing that, they don't care about sex or anything like that. They care about destroying the family. And one of the ways they do that is they put a wedge. They're constantly looking to put a wedge between parents and their children. That's right. Because if they can get the children under their control. See, in other words, if you get rid of the need for parents to be involved in the abortion decision, by the way, 36 states do require the parents to be involved somehow in an abortion decision of a right. minor. It shows, you know, most American people have common sense. But they're trying to do away with all that. Why? Because if the child is not talking to the parent about her abortion decision, right. who's she talking to? The abortion industry. That's right. They want to control the children, just like the transgender industry. They want to control the children. Um, and you say, well, this list of things you mentioned doesn't, talk, doesn't say transgender. No, what this says is including but not limited to decisions on. It's wide open, not limited. Right. To, not wide open. open. If it's a reproductive I mean, kind of decision. You're a high school student in Ohio currently, or just about across America. If they're not feeling well and they go to the school nurse, they can't so much as give that, that teenager a Tylenol yeah. yet. The same guidance counselor or nurse or whoever can whisk that girl off for an abortion, yeah. or they can start with the transgender stuff, giving them the hormone uh, therapies and everything else, and schedule them for surgical change. Yeah. This is this is it's, about un, unregulated abortion and transgender. Not only does it violate the rights of parents, but you know what it also violates? The rights of religious uh, individuals or entities that don't want to provide these, quote, services to kill babies or to mutilate bodies because it says in the later part of the amendment um that uh the state will not penalize anyone 
who assists an individual in exercising this right. So okay. it's like coercion. It's 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 uh, um, it's allowing coercion. Right. So um, yeah. no, this is. Uh, and even when they start talking about viability, it says abortion may be prohibited after fetal viability. But then it introduces that health exception right. that we've seen for decades. And it doesn't define it like, you know, some states have become wise to, you know, if a person has anxiety, oh, well, it's a health matter. Or if they're too young, oh, well, it's a health matter. Right. That's yeah. why health exceptions are no exceptions at all. They're the exception that swallows the rule. But states have been getting wise to this. And when they talk about health, they define it as I have the wording here, a serious risk of substantial and irreversible impairment of a major bodily function. Now, that's language that is not in this, this amendment. That's in the laws of many states. When they talk about health, that's what they're talking about. You know, your liver is not going to function anymore. Your heart is going to, you know, fail. That's not here. This all, what, you know, in fact, what it says here is health and, oh, the physician can decide. Yeah, but the physician is the abortionist in this right. case. So yeah, it's like, so. Uh, there's no... It's, no, it's unrestricted. It's uh, right, unrestricted. exactly. But, but to me, the bigger point is the, the people. I mean, that's the whole thing. That Dobbs said it goes back to the people and their elected representatives, right? Well, the people of Ohio and their elected representatives have already passed great pro-life laws. That's the that lawmaking state. process. That's the right, lawmaking exactly. process. So what they're trying to do here now is do it and run around. That's right. The lawmaking process. That's it's right. It's like, yeah, because you know why? You know the people of Ohio won't go for it because they passed all these good pro-life bills already. There's a track record. Mm -hmm. And the problem with these uh, amendments is they they deceive the people who are signing. That's right. We have people out there, our own Brian Kemper and others, on the grounds, and they were watching what the pro-aborts have been doing to get these signatures. They've been lying to the people. Mm -hmm. been, you know, they make it sound like something just, oh, and they love to play, as you listed in those services, mm -hmm. oh, uh, for miscarriage or postpartum oh, yeah. care. As if you're not going to get that already. You're going to get that already. But they yeah. make it sound like oh, this is going to help yeah. all this other care for women. They don't tell them the whole truth. Well, they're fear-mongering. They're, exactly. they're fear-mongering with and that. And so there's a yeah. big campaign there on the ground of the of the pro-lifers well, who are going point, around and telling people, decline to sign. Don't the point sign that it. you're making about the legislative process is important to understand. The pro-abortion people are afraid of that because the, the lawmaking process means that any citizen... First of all, there's plenty of time. There's not like just, oh, let's go in there, let's read. Oh, yeah, this amendment sound, sounds good. Let me vote for it. The lawmaking process is not like that. The lawmaking process, people can lobby their their um, representatives. representatives, bring them information. Right. They bring the information into hearings. They have hearings. They have debates. They question witnesses. They cross-question witnesses. It's a thinking process. It's a more careful, deliberate, wide-ranging, thoughtful process right. than something like this. Not only that, but this is talking about amending the Constitution, which means... If you put the right to unlimited abortion in the Constitution, then you're taking away from the people and their elected representatives the opportunity to, to change those laws later on. And right. you can't pass a law that's contrary to a Constitution. No, right. it ties their hands. It totally ties not, their not, hands. Not good. And also, too, with the legislative process, you know, when a representative creates a bill, 
then it goes through all the things you're saying, discussion, hearings, and all that. Right. Amendments. Amendment. And then in the process, they can make amendments to the bill. All these little things can happen. And then it has to get voted on. Then it has to get voted. Right. By, by both uh, sides of the aisle, there, right. so to speak. Right. Both, but both houses both in the houses. state. Yep. Then it goes to the governor's side. Now, all these pro-life bills that they passed in Ohio have gone through that whole process. That's right. And now what they're trying to do is demolish all those good pro-life laws in one swoop and just put a permanent right to abortion and all this other garbage into the state constitution. Remember, and under Roe v. Wade, the opportunity to pass thoughtful legislation protecting the unborn was likewise taken away from the people and their elected representatives. Right. Again, that serves the pro-abortion people because they have no arguments. They can't justify abortion. So they say, oh, let's get this dogma from on high that it's a constitutional right that we don't even have to have the debate. Understand what they're doing. We don't even have to have they the debate. They want to squash the baby. Right. They just want it their way. That's it. Because they're so wrong. right now, people in Ohio, we have a job to do, which is show up between today and August 8th and vote yes on this amendment. Not, this, not the one we're discussing, but there's a current amendment to raise the threshold from 50% to 60% of the vote. Make this, it harder. Make it harder. To change the Constitution. To change the Constitution. Right, right. And a lot of states have that threshold already at 60 Well, look how hard it is to change our federal Constitution. Yeah. You have to have two-thirds of uh, both houses of Congress right. and then three-fourths of the states. There's a reason why Constitution should be harder to change than laws. Right. Because constitutions are the basis of laws. Constitutions put limits on laws all in one fell swoop. So you have to have it harder to change a constitution than to pass a law. And constitutions and Ohio is, are what judges use when cases come before that's them. That's right. That's right. So They're it's not very, supposed to rewrite the constitution. They're supposed to look at the law and say, how does this stand against our constitution? Right. And that's why the pro boards want to enshrine it in Ohio's constitution. Yeah. So brothers and sisters, right now, step one is you got to vote yes between now and August 8th. To so raise, that raise the, the threshold. threshold. And right. then after August 8th, uh, in the fall, when the early voting starts in Ohio, then we have to vote no. <laughs> that's the that pro-life vote then will be no. That you do not want this amendment. So let's get moving. And, and yep. of course, the pro boards are very busy in other states i know there's a uh, they're trying to get signatures in south dakota but right here where mm -hmm. we are offices in florida even here in florida here yeah. in florida even though <laughs> going to DeSantis signed two beautiful pro-life laws in the past legislature we, we got the 15-week ban and now a heartbeat bill oh no now the the, the pro boards want to do exactly what they're doing in ohio enshrine it in the state constitution of florida and right now they're out there busy getting signatures and we have to educate everybody about decline to sign don't sign but they're lying to the people to get them to sign well let's look at the florida we have a website for florida too and it's uh, endabortionfl.us, right. okay, endabortionflorida.us. And on that page, we also have information about this pro-abortion ballot initiative to amend our Constitution. Now, this one is different from the one in Ohio. Uh, and we'll read the wording uh, of it in a second, but uh, it's much shorter. And here's what it says. No law, see again, the Constitution is the basis for the law. No law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health as determined by the patient's health care provider. Again, so that opens it up unlimited. 
This amendment does not change the legislature's constitutional authority to require notification to a parent or guardian before a minor has an abortion. So in this case, it is a little more restrictive than Ohio's because it explicitly says parental involvement may be allowed because they know how popular that is in right. Florida. In fact, we won, a, uh, we won one of those ballot initiatives in the past about parental involvement. So they didn't want this to go down because of the parental involvement support right. that's in Florida. Nevertheless, it's still tremendously extreme because, again, it's saying no law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion. Now, you notice delay. Oh, well, let's make sure that, that the, uh, the mom has um, information about the local pregnancy centers before she makes this decision. So, you know, in many states, they'll give her that information. Mm-hmm. Come back tomorrow. Read this information. Come back tomorrow or come back in two days. That would be considered a delay. That would be considered a delay. And also, too, uh, viability, first of all, is a moving target. Yes, it, yes, it is. Okay, it yeah. keeps, it gets lower and lower. Um, but right now, most scientists will say viability well, is 22, 22 weeks. Starts around 22. Okay, 22 yeah. weeks. So, okay, now, two laws that Florida passed would get wiped out then. The heartbeat. Well, that's the thing. And Florida, and, pa- and Florida passed them. This is yes. not Governor DeSantis. No. It's the people of Florida who, first of all, elected the pro-life lawmakers. Right. That's number one. So it's the people. They elected the pro-life lawmakers because yeah. they're pro-life, because the people are pro-life. The pro-life lawmakers then did their work. Like you say, they passed the 15-week bill. We were there at the signing. That's right. Protective bill uh, year before last. And then this past year, the the heartbeat uh, uh, bill. Again, the people speaking through. So Florida is moving in the direction of more and more protection. Where do you come off coming in now and changing the Constitution so that we can't do what we just did? In other words, we just showed what we want. We just did it. And now they expect to come in here and say, oh, no, no, you can't do that and undo it. Well, that's, that's, this is this the arrogance. Do. To me, the arrogance is unbelievable. Don't sign it. They're going around with this petition again. Yeah. And they're deceiving. And deceiving people. people. Right. So it's declined to sign because you want to stick by the laws that were already passed, protecting uh, unborn from a heartbeat now. On I wonder. I wonder how many people would sign if they went around with the diagram that we show about the dismemberment abortion. You see that not. diagram. You imagine. You see the diagram with the baby with no head. You know, the arms and legs have been ripped off. And you say, "We want to pass an amendment so that you, the people, can't prohibit this." Would you sign here, please? I don't think they'd get a single signature. No, they wouldn't. Of course not. The only reason they get signatures uh. is when they lie, and that's what they're doing right now. So, um, which reminds me, uh, right here in Florida, we're going to have a uh, a training to get the troops out there to yes. go against the decline to sign, and it's going to be on Saturday, August the fifth. They can still go to our website, right, to sign up for this. Right there, end abortion fl. Right, there's US. a sign up. Yeah. It's free. You're going to get breakfast and lunch free and training. So about getting hit the ground running with and stop this decline, you know, stop mm-hmm. them. And so get the decline to sign message out there. Yeah, that's what we have to do. And uh, so we hope you all can come on August 5th. Uh, we'll be there, plus others from the Leadership Institute. They're co-sponsoring this training 
that we're doing, and I'm sure it'll be the first of many trainings. Yes. Uh, but you got to sound the alarm now because this is a recipe the pros and pro boards are doing. They're currently doing it in South Dakota. They're trying to get signatures there. Same thing like Florida for, for, to put on the ballot next year. And so, multiple other states. So, so the bottom yeah. line is, brothers and sisters, don't sign any of these petitions, period, amen, because they're they're loaded with stuff to take away your rights. That's really what it is. And to kill babies. And to kill babies. Well, thank you for joining us. Okay. Okay, and let's get into action. I gave you plenty of you could, things you could be doing, both for Ohio and Florida. And just remember, there are some abortions only you're going to be able to stop and some lives only you'll be able to save. Join us again next time. Thanks and God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.